0: Welcome back to kiss the sun podcast. My name is Daniel Farringer. In this episode, we continue and conclude the conversation that I had with everlasting rock contributor, Tyrus twine about the, he gets us campaign. In this part of the conversation, we talk about how should we think about he gets us in light of scripture. And we also discuss how should we talk about the, he gets us campaign with others. We trust that this series on the He Gets Us campaign has been encouraging and edifying to you. and We hope you'll tune in for more podcast episodes here on Kiss the Sun Podcast. With that, here we go now for part three of our conversation on the He Gets Us campaign. So how should these Christians think about we we've covered some of these ideas already as we've looked at it, but but how should we, as Christians, think about He gets us? Think about it biblically, and how should we even talk about
1: it with others? So th- there's a few things that I would say about He gets us. The uh, for our for our final question here is one is, and I said that, again I I hesitate to restate my article, but it really is true is that 1 Timothy 5:22 Paul sa- uh Paul says do not be hasty in the laying on of hands uh we as christians as a gen- generally speaking whenever we see something that is quote christian or a celebrity claims to be a believer or that we hear there's a revival we tend to be very very quick to legitimize it and support it just because we see well, G- well, Jesus is being mentioned or, or Jesus, that person said they're a Christian, so we, we need to support them because that's good. That's not actually what the Bible teaches. Um, we, need, we need to be discerning, not to be quick to lay on hands. So in that context, when Timothy is being asked to appoint elders, he's saying, don't be too quick to affirm someone to become a leader in the church. Don't be too quick to give your approval to somebody. Why? Because that pers- Because if you give approval to somebody, John helps us in his epistle. John, 2 John Chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. John says this, If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. For whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. The principle there is that when we approve of a ministry, if that ministry is unfaithful or is false, and we've given our approval to them we take part in that wickedness because people who look to us as examples or or whatever it is as with have we have influence over then believe this is a legitimate ministry because so and so said so and therefore everything that happens to them because you supported it you take you're taking part in it when when we support, or give our approval to people who are false. And so we have to be discerned. he who answers, in Proverbs, say, he who answers a matter before he hears it brings folly to himself. Um, and we don't want to do that. So whenever we hear of something that's a Jesus-related thing, we should stop and say, wait, let's examine this in light of Scripture. Does it line up with, the biblical, historic, orthodox Christian faith. And we should do our due diligence to make sure that it does. Fortunately, for a lot of people who, you know, it was very obvious that the He Gets This campaign was not a biblical site. In fact, it's embarrassing how many large, in fact, it was supported by the SBC for a time, from what I understand. And like, it was embarrassing. Like, you know, it's like, this is so obvious. Um that this is not something we should be supporting, and so my caution to thinking about he gets us is one uh, not just about he gets us but all Christian content is being careful to give our approval to things. So first of all, be discerning two, once you've evaluated it and we've evaluated he gets us, and we see that it is not something that presents the biblical Christ, Paul says do not take part in the works of darkness. Instead, expose them. In other places, he says, mark and avoid false teachers. So one of the things you can do if you feel called to do is you could be a person who says, hey, he gets this campaign. That's dangerous. Here's why. And maybe, and if you want, and there are plenty of resources besides my article that can help you do that to give specifics about the problems if he gets us. Mark and avoid it. Particularly if you have influence and you know that people in your life are attracted to this campaign or attracted to certain things, um, you feel free to do that. I mean, you're perfectly within your biblical rights to do that. The other thing we should understand if we're having a robust thoughting about this is that God may use this He Gets Us campaign to bring people to himself. That is in no way an endorsement of He Gets Us. Not at all. I'm merely saying that this is being shown to the world. And you may be put into a conversation by someone who sees that ad because they know you're a Christian. Just because the He Gets Us campaign is not presenting the accurate Jesus doesn't mean that you can't. So if someone talks to you about He Gets Us, you can say, yeah, you know, I have a problem with He Gets Us because it doesn't really present Jesus accurately. However, I would love to share with you who Jesus is. Would you be willing to speak with me? And there you go. You have your open door. You have your open door to be able to sit down with someone with the scriptures, or maybe you have recognized the true, authentic Jesus and the gospel. We should mark and avoid he gets us. However, at the same time, God in his providence has caused he gets us to be in the zeitgeist, and we as Christians should be able to both steer people away from that, but push them towards a biblical representation of who Jesus really is. I would not squander that opportunity if I were you. Um, I think it's important for us to recognize that God may use this. Doesn't mean we should endorse it. Doesn't mean we should encourage it. But don't miss out on this opportunity that God's given you, possibly, to share the gospel. The other thing, too, is we should pray for the people if he gets us to come to a biblical understanding and to repent of not presenting the accurate Jesus. The Bible has a lot to say about false teachers, but Jude says something interesting that basically what he says is that we may snatch some from the fire. Now, that is referring in general to people who are ensnared by false teaching or people who are unbelievers, but it also applies to false teachers as well. There are people who have been involved in false teaching who have repented and come to Christ because someone had the boldness. To confront them with the truth if you've been given that opportunity use it but most likely you and i won't ever run into the people who run the he gets us campaign however we can pray and we should be praying a couple things we should be praying that god would take away their influence and we should be praying that they come to a biblical understanding and to a place of repentance and if possible if possible, God may even redeem that organization once they've come to a place of repentance to start presenting the accurate biblical Jesus. We should be praying for God to save them or to remove them. we That's how we should often pray for our enemies. We want our enemies to come to Christ, but if they won't, we want them to be removed from influence and removed from being vain being a danger to God's people and even to us. And so for the He Gets Us campaign, they are putting people in eternal danger by coddling them in their sins. If God won't save them, the best thing we could pray is that God would remove their influence. And however he does that by bankrupting the campaign or whatever means he deems necessary, we should be praying that because a lot of people are being ensnared by this false teaching. So those are just a few things that I think we should, the way we should think about He Gets Us is, one, be discerning, be willing to mark and avoid and expose this, should you have the opportunity. The other thing is do not miss this as an opportunity, possibly, to share the gospel with someone who does ask you questions about the He Gets Us campaign, should you have the opportunity. And the other thing is to be praying for the salvation of those in the He Gets Us campaign, and if they won't be saved, that God would remove their influence. So those are the best things that I think we should be doing uh, when it comes to how we think about He Gets Us. And you can apply that to any movement that we find out that's false. Man,
2: Man so many good things you just mentioned there. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah. So, so good. I, I think, I feel like there's just so many different things that come to mind as you say that. And I think one of the things that was was super
0: eye opening for me as I as I read your article and then I listened to the Wikipedia podcast um, uh, yeah, on And that one was a really good that was incredibly eye opening for me
2: because I think at the end of the day he gets us. Has no desire ultimate like as a as a full structural organization for people to really know the biblical Jesus. Yeah. Because in that in that podcast they talked about how what he gets us basically is doing is promoting universalism. That everybody yes. will be safe.
0: That they're there's no need for salvation because there's going to be no judgment because everyone's going to be saved. So we don't need to know the biblical Jesus. We don't need to know about sin. We don't need to know about all these crucial things that are in Scripture
2: because at the end of the day, they believe that all will be saved. That is where they are headed. And they may not say it directly, but under under the layers, as you peel the... The onion you're going to find that that salvation really is basically just like an onion peel for them. Where it's like, oh, some people believe
0: that Jesus is the only way. But then the majority of people it sounds like just think he's a good person. They think he's <laughs> it's just a, a good man that, that brings some good
2: examples to us. And so My encouragement would be is that you always discern at a serious level that you don't approach something well, this is somewhat encouraging, but then there's a lot
0: of bad things. But no, that you would actually take a more serious stance and say this is a very serious thing, and really look at and very seriously
2: consider not just he gets us, but, but so many other things. Because so many different things will get people off of following Christ because they were never of Christ. Mm. Simple departures from Scripture. Simple things seem to always show maybe soon or maybe it will take some time that people were never of Christ to begin with. They may have been in a church that preached the gospel. They may have looked the part. But as time has passed, their fruit will be evident. And so when you see departure, when you see step, slight step back, slight departure from scripture, any way, shape, or form, often that is going to lead to a full-on departure from God, because they were never of God. And so I think this is a Incredibly good reminder for us that we should discern well and that we should also guard our faith. That we are tethering all of our faith. That we are submitting ourselves to the Son. We're submitting ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ in everything. That we are willing to, to take up our cross and follow him. And suffer for His sake, and firmly hold fast to His word, to declare His word with no apologies, no buts, or no ifs, but to simply declare His word.
0: And as we do that, we will have incredible opportunities to share Christ, stand for Christ. And I love how you mentioned that as He gets us, as He gets up. He gets us is brought up in conversation and that we
2: would proclaim the biblical Christ, that we would not miss the evangelism opportunity that he gets us as done. Because lives are at stake. Souls are at stake. And we must firmly faithfully proclaim the biblical Christ. We must mark and avoid Ministries, campaigns that are departures that are not holding fast to the word of life. Because their fruit will be evident. Maybe soon, maybe later, but their fruit, their faith will become evident. And so, as he gets
0: us, it goes on, as it sounds like it will, because of the amount of money that they have, the amount of resources that they have that we would begin to seriously
2: consider this idea that their focus is really nothing other than to encourage people in their life of sin and to make people feel happy. <laughs> that is that is really what... I believe he gets us is doing.
0: The more that I've looked at it, the more that I've studied, the more I've listened to it, as I've talked with Tyrus tonight, as I've read his article, as I've looked at all his stuff,
2: it is increasingly clear that they do not believe that Christ is the only one. They believe that salvation is found in other places with Christ, and we know that there is no salvation but in Christ, and so my hope and my prayer is that all who hear this episode, that they would firmly, faithfully hold on to you, they would not be carried away by every wind and wave of fat. Of different ministries of ad campaigns, but they would stand firmly on the Lord and know that the Lord is an everlasting rock. I want to circle back to Vodie's sermon that I mentioned earlier in the episode. I'll put the episode in the podcast description. It's the title is The God Man. And he talked about the Governor of California using scripture to support abortion. And near the end of his sermon, he said this. He said, we don't get to use him for our purposes. We don't get to use God. We don't get to use Christ for our purposes. But he uses us for and that is my hope that is my prayer for all of us that we would not use Christ that we would not use God for our purposes. that we would surrender our lives surrender our ambitions, everything in our lives that we would put it all under the feet of Christ that we would submit all of our lives all of our passions all of our goals under Christ And that we would say, Lord, use me for your glory. May the Lord use bad theology, incorrect, unscriptural theology, unbiblical campaign, all these different things that we see, and turn them in some way for his glory. Mm. That is my that is my hope that by the grace of God, by the strength of God, we would go out and proclaim Christ faithfully. We don't need a hundred million dollars to share <laughs> Christ we just praise know. God yeah. praise God indeed, and yeah. so whatever you have your life, your breath, whatever whatever strength God has given you. Use it for his glory. Use it for his purposes. Because we've just looked at, he gets us, how they are using their own ideas, their own agendas for their own purpose. At the end of the day, God is going to use all of us. For his. We don't get to use him. For our purposes. But he uses us. For his. What a quote from Bodhi Bakum. What an excellent reminder. That we must submit our lives. To Christ. and we must go. Spend. Our lives. Our voices. All the strength that God gives us for his glory alone. May we be faithful to scripture. May we be faithful to what he calls us to do as believers. May we be faithful to proclaim Christ. May we go make disciples of all nations because we know That bad theology will be exported around the world. False teaching will continue. Until Christ comes back. And when he judges completely. But until that day. When everything will be put back right. Now we must press on. Proclaiming Christ living for Christ, and kissing the Son. May we go live for Christ, proclaim Christ, and accurately and faithfully proclaim Scripture. And when He gets us, and when another ministry or whatever, ad campaigns or whatever, are going to come in our life, may we be able to to think back to this
0: major one that, that we have just experienced with He gets us. And remember, oh, this is what they are. This is what they're doing. This is their playbook. And avoid
2: them and pray that the Lord would grant them repentance. What a challenge for us. Calling for us that we must go proclaim Christ. Proclaim him faithfully. By his
0: grace, by his strength. Not by our might, not by our power, but by his strength alone. May we be found faithful May we go kiss the sun. We bow to the sun, we love the sun, we proclaim Christ all of our days and all of our lives for his let's stop living for our purposes, our goals, our agendas. Live for his glory. Amen. May we live for his glory alone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kiss the Sun podcast. Our prayer is that you would love, submit, and serve the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe for future episodes. Consider leaving a five-star review and sharing it with others. Visit us at everlastingrock.net to learn about our purpose, our team, and to find more of our podcasts, read some of our blogs, or our blog series, entitled God created. By the grace of God through Christ, May you build your life on the Lord, who is an everlasting love.